Welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been great, dude. Been really good, man. I had a really relaxing weekend. Uh, dude, it's crazy. It was the first weekend in a month and a half that I was just home. Like everything since Italy has been Italy, New York, Orlando, Miami. Like, again, super grateful. Phenomenal five weeks away from the house. But bro, just to have like a Saturday and Sunday where it's just like, gym couch couch bed bro phenomenal so like i was so grateful for that bro it's just like your body just needs you to like to slow the fuck down sometimes i just be going so fast so feeling refreshed sure. uh got a trip coming up to new york so looking forward to that but um how about you bro how was the uh how was the weekend yeah the weekend was good uh a friend of sarah's actually the best um man the best bridesman i don't know you know jason he was uh, uh oh, like male of honor or whatever yeah yeah male of honor yeah uh he had he had a housewarming party so oh nice me sarah moon um and a bunch of other people went there it was kind of weird because this was the first time we felt old like there was a ton of kids and shit and we were we were in the corner like oh like, like people, people without our kids. age having kids like kids were yeah, there like they brought their like Aww. one two year olds and me moon and my girl were in the corner like pounding shots like <laughs> being grateful that, that we weren't like you know cleaning up shitty diapers and and worrying about all that so that was a it was a fun experience um i haven't really had too many like house parties out here mm. uh, especially because owning a house out here is expensive to begin with so crazy most of the people we know have apartments but yeah it was fun um i've been on like a, a bit of a diet just trying oh, to nice. shed off some pounds um and then going to la this coming weekend to the 88 rising festival head in the clouds which you mentioned a couple times so yeah we'll see uh rich brian and a, a few other people i know um should be interesting it's i think it's gonna be kind of like coachella where i don't really know too many people and i'm kind of doing research in advance but um i'm excited to be home in any case yeah dude also with those like if it's gonna be that kind of a setup where they have like multiple stages i think like the beauty in that is also like even if you don't do research someone just like grabs your attention like as you're walking by you're like oh fuck let me go peep this so right uh, right hopefully you yep. have a bunch of those moments too for sure yeah, so looking forward to that, and then a trip after that, going to Italy for a wedding. So, a lot of oh, traveling. Oh yeah, dude, you fuck. We were weeks. just talking all fun, but you might have a busy September as, as well, because that's is that the second half of September, or like the end of it? Uh, the beginning. Oh, so the beginning. Yeah, uh, end. Yeah, end of August through Labor Day. Oh, okay, not terrible. Yeah. Not terrible. All right, yeah, that's what. Okay, yeah. Cool. we can take. Yeah, we can definitely take a couple weeks off and then just come right back to it. Did you guys yeah. figure out what you're gonna do in Italy? That's like besides the wedding. Um, not really. I think, I mean, we just want to explore the city. Uh, I'm not sure if there's like too much to do in Lake Como. I think it's, it's a, it might, I mean, this could be a, a wrong assumption, but I think it's a bit tamer than yeah, it's a maybe bit some tamer. of the other parts of Italy. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit so, tamer. Probably just regular shit like sightsee, eat, drink. Okay, so yeah, like I don't know if you guys were thinking about like maybe like going to like another country or like going to like another oh, major oh, city oh. in Italy before you came back. So we are actually go we're going to Mallorca, Spain, um, for the first three days of the trip. Nice. The first few days. Then we're gonna spend a night in Milan, um, which is like an hour away, I think. Bro, so be that's careful Milan, bro. Be careful Milan, bro. They don't they don't like they didn't they didn't like me. Like I was too uh -huh. dark. So just right. I, I, I really want to understand like, I wanna hear your experience afterwards, bro, because man, like I would if I could just trip advise Milan as a whole. 
Zero stars. Zero what? Zero stars. Zero out of five stars. Oh, zero stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, that place was crazy, bro. Like, I just, like, I I went as a kid with my mom when I was, like, 13. Mm -hmm. But going back as an adult with a group of everyone who's minorities and just darker complexion, like, bro, Uh, no love for your boy. Yeah. Well, well, thankfully, we're only there for the night because it's... It's like the closest major yeah, city, yeah, yeah. so to get in and out, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if if it does suck, at least we could be like, fuck it, we'll we'll go inside. Um, and even and just, so, what, what lucky for me as well, like same. I only did one day, one night there, and it did suck. But we still had one more place to go before we came back home, which it seems like what you're gonna you're, like you're going somewhere else after that before you come back to um to San. Yeah, Frank, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's really more so like a a, a pit stop because um, we have to fly out of Milan as well. So like an extended um, layover, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it should be fun. I haven't been to... Well, I went to Italy for a family trip when I was like 16, but I couldn't really do yeah. much. Um, so I feel like this Euro trip will be a, a different experience. 100%, dude. Adult, spending your own money. Uh, you realize mm-hmm. how much money or how much money our parents made work because it's like, how do you... like? Yeah. you were like multiple kids, right? It's like, how the fuck do you afford this? Yeah, bro? yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it was a lot of people in the Euro also was probably oh, yeah way it was way more expensive right back then yeah yeah so not ex- i mean it's cheaper now so yeah it's, cheap. no, it's gonna be a great time and that. like uh i think the heat wave is coming to an end uh because like when i went i was like we were like in the midst of it so i think you would be i don't know person. my wife has been complaining about the the weather forecast that shit looks oh really yeah yeah that's crazy it's, it's still, still hot like bro 90. because usually around this time like their their fall comes earlier so that's interesting yeah so hopefully it calms down but i mean mallorca is a beach town lake cuomo's mm. a, like a, a lake kind beach of like town. yeah so that's like dude it's not that like because I when we went to venice and Sikaten, like those are also like beach waterfront towns like it's mm. much cooler there bro like in rome yeah. i was sweating sweating oh i but bet. just it sounds congested just yeah dude congested the, the concrete everything but in those beach fronts bro like you feel it all day long, like it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. And you get to pack lighter. I think that's what I enjoy because I'm like throwing a few shorts, maybe one pair of jeans, a couple like thin button ups, a couple and t shirts, and like I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it moving, dude. So, yeah, you're going to have a great time. That's exciting. Um, and yeah, it's, it's less than a month away, which is, you know, time fucking flies right now. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, but before we get into the episode, though, uh, obviously, I saw you on the TikTok grind for the Blair Anthony movement. So just talk about the rollout, the marketing, uh, initial feedback on the uh, on the song Paradise is coming out next Thursday, right? Yeah, next uh, Thursday. Or sorry, next Wednesday. The 24th. The 24th. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Evening of next Wednesday. Um, making the TikToks has been an interesting experience. I haven't really figured out like what works and what doesn't. I'm still in that experimental phase, but I did do one video where I I made it seem like Kanye and Khaled were listening to it. Uh, yeah, um, I saw that one. And it, somehow that was like the quote unquote viral one. It has like 36k uh, views. Dude, I haven't so really many gotten comments, many comments though. on. Oh, but it, there was at least one. I that mean, had comments like least... about his outfit and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They weren't talking about the song, which is, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I got some followers. The only comment on the song, I'm sure you saw, this dude said mid, and I was just joking around, and I was like, 
haha i was like that means good right and i put like the little nerdy face emoji and he responded all passive aggressively like no sorry i mid means average i meant below average blah blah, blah. And i'm just like Jesus it just guy. i don't know that was the first time i've had like someone really try to troll my shit mm. i probably shouldn't have responded to begin with but um yeah i guess i'll have to get used to that because tiktokers especially the anonymous ones will just try to discourage basically any creator from doing their shit so doing that's something i'll have to to deal with but um i'm also trying to do tiktoks that aren't even related to my new songs like ignore me for instance i did like uh an uzi mashup where i put my vocals on his song 20 minutes because coincidentally like the pitch is the same and it, it flowed okay. really well so i'm just gonna do stuff like that um just to try to build a following of some sort uh but outside of that, yeah, we'll see what works. Also trying to experiment with stuff um, for the pod. I know we got some haters in our last couple clips. Yeah, dude, that's funny. Yeah, no, but back to focus on you first. I mean, yeah, that's, I, I definitely just saw you trying new things, bro. So that's all we can, that's all you can do, right? So um, mm -hmm. it's only gonna benefit you, obviously the stuff you're trying to put out music-wise. And yeah, like you're gonna learn little tricks and things that work and we'll obviously apply it here. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. It's funny. Like the last video we posted on TikTok did better than the previous three, but then yeah, like the comments were like, "Why are you guys hating on Drake?" It's like, bro, we don't want to hate on Drake. We're like, we're literally yeah. telling you, we don't, we hate having to say this, but the song is asked. Yeah, and like no yeah. one, no one could comprehend why. Yeah, I will say though, I've listened to the song a bit more. Not, I didn't put it on my playlist, but I listened to it a few more times, and I thought to myself like. If I did hear this at a bar, I probably would like somewhat enjoy it as background music and bob my head, but I still don't think the amount of press and buildup uh, warrants that kind of song. And the, the people on the song too, yeah. like Lil Baby, Khaled, and Drake, like this just felt like a throwaway, which we already discussed. Yeah, which we already discussed. There's no need to, to pile it on. But yeah, that was just funny. But yeah, but no, I figured it with the troll stuff, bro, because I see it, because again, I'm like, I'm not saying I'm taking a step back with it, but like, I'm just like really observing on TikTok, like what works, what doesn't, right? Like, it's like, there's a reason why, like, you'll get like, out of 20 videos, seven will have the same exact sound, right? And it's popping yeah, up yeah. on my algorithm and I don't follow any of these people. like. All right, so like that matters, right? Like they want you to use a certain right. sound over and over again. And then yeah, but you see some wild ass fucking comments, bro. So like, like I want to do something similar to like your brother Corey, but like fashion stuff, bro. Cause like I'm always wearing like, you know, I, I think I wear like pretty cool outfits. Like I want to like not mm -hmm. show them off, but like just show like a day in the life like like of my outfits. But I'm like, bro, I don't want some random ass dude just fucking like shitting on me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, like why am I doing this then? You know what I mean? Like, right. I think that's, yeah, you got definitely got to build tough skin with this shit unfortunately but i think what's helped me at least for some of my music stuff is if i'm like super confident that something to me is like objectively dope or good then to me the comments like can't mean shit like if if i'm questioning whether a song is good or not i feel like it could hurt me but like ignore me for instance if someone said that's a shitty song like i just can't no. that can't hold any weight with me i'm like you just don't like the song, which is fine, but you can't convince me this this is trash. Yeah, no, hundred percent, dude. And that, that that's why that's how I feel with the pod, though, right? With the pod, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like, bro, you can shit on anything about us. Like, I still have faith in the content. But again, like for me, like 
being in front of the camera in that way would be a very new, vulnerable thing. So I think with time, it would like, I will build that up. But this year, like, you're like, why am I even doing this? Like, why do I yeah. feel the need to buy a tripod and show them, look at my outfits, look at me. Like, I don't like that right, right. feels very looking and I, I, that's just not who I am. But I also enjoy yeah. seeing other people do it. So I'm like, why not fucking also try it, you know? Right. Well, just look in the mirror and be like, yo, a tall, light-skinned dude cannot be afraid of TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my, this is my realm. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm about to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fucking great. Um, all right, man, let's get into the episode, though. Um, a couple dope topics, uh, a couple things we've been talking about offline. So I'm glad we get to catch up online about it. So I'm going to be perfectly honest, bro. Like, perfectly, perfectly honest. I went to the gym Friday night. I didn't go out. Was like, let me go to the gym, come home. My goal at the gym Friday night, I'm going to listen to the entire game album and give this proper critique. I'm like, Hit Boy produced it. Dude, the game has been advertising and doing little marketing campaigns for this shit since, like, I want to say early July. Like, he was, we, were, we were, like, confused. Like, why does he have an interview everywhere? I was like, oh, his album's coming yeah. out. Bro, I got through, like, six and a half songs and just had to just pull the shoot. So I'll be honest, I never got to the Eminem 10 minute diss. Cause bro, like I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. So like, did you get a chance to peep it? Did you have a similar reaction? Like what were your, what was your take on it? Yeah. So the first link I was sent was, it was like an early snippet of the Eminem diss song. And I think it's tough because when I haven't heard from somebody in a long time, it, I just kind of get excited if, if they're resurfacing and sure and coming back because it's just interesting to see you know what they have to say after they've been gone for so long but as i was going through the album i don't know it just it just felt really outdated to me i get, i think that's the best word to describe how i felt like this might have been cool or excited me more back in 2009 or some shit but mm. like the beef with eminem like they're the, both these old rich dudes who like already had their time like do i really want to get invested in this shit like it's, right. it's corny to me um or just simply something that's i don't find interesting um and then the bars aren't bad or anything it's just like i feel like i've heard a lot of this shit already like the, the blood crip songs and stuff and even the beats for by hit boy standards didn't do a whole lot for me so i'm just i just kind of felt myself feeling bored throughout the entire thing and there's so a lot of you, fucking songs on there too did you end up going through the whole thing i skimmed through the whole thing i didn't listen to every single song from start to finish but i did give every song at least i listened to like at least half of them but I, like a lot of them i skipped through i'm like I, this isn't doing anything for me yeah yeah i mean maybe i should have done that yeah I, I i didn't skip through i just like i just i just couldn't do it anymore um mm. dude but i wonder what the hit boy stuff like Maybe he didn't intend for this motherfucker to use all 30 beats. But like maybe he's like, yo, like, <laughs> you know, pick the 10. Yeah, like, yeah, like, why did you like use a, everything? A pack to choose from, like 300 beats. And he just yeah, he's like, bro, why did you use every single song? Like, um, yeah, maybe do also, I would say that. I think, like, just peeping it from, like, the cover art and just scrolling down and you see, like, 29, 30 tracks, you're like, bro, like, who's it? Like, yo, it's, it's one thing if you're, like, Jay-Z. Or somebody, yo, yo, like, yeah. like who are who are you in today's music to garner the intention for thirty tracks, bro? Like that's right. 
wild to me that he right. thinks that he like deserves that attention. Like that's crazy. Right. And I think that's that's where like kind of your image or message comes in because when Kendrick came back, like if he didn't really have shit to say, I don't think he would have caused that much noise. But it felt it felt like game just came back and was like, oh, I kind of want to rap again. If there were like there wasn't really any reason for this, it, it felt like. And yeah. I it's still to this day don't get what he was trying to do other than be like, hey guys, like remember me, I, I'm still pretty good. Like that's kind of how I felt this project uh was yeah but i i agree and it but it also felt like some of the way he was like flowing on these records was still stuck in like 2005 to 2009 game and it's mm -hmm. like i don't think that flow translate very well to today's listeners like no. the same way that jay like if you listen to a jay-z song from 1999 he doesn't sound the same now, right? He changed his flow up to go with the times. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. this was very much like a, the game trying to be the game, which we loved, like we all can agree we loved, but he's also on songs that are produced for today's audience. And it's just like, bro, like, like you said, I agree that some bars weren't bad, but because it sounds so outdated, it's just like, I guess, bro. Like, yeah. I know. It just felt like very. And to me, I, I was just bored, bro. Like, I was just fucking bored. Like, this is boring to me. And did, did yeah. he did he change his verse up on Easy for the album version? Uh, I I skipped that one because I was like, I already heard. Because you already heard so it. Okay. I, actually, yeah. I, I, I gotta look back, bro. Because I just feel like it sounded different. I don't know if they changed the verse or whatever, but maybe that's I'm, just, I'm losing my mind. But uh, um, yeah, dude, I, I was just bored. So like, I, I wish I had a review to give this, you know, C plus A plus. Like, it just incompleted me because literally I just could not complete this project. I was like, bro, like this is this is doing nothing for me, and it sucks. Then like, you you see them. You know, he had so many fucking interviews, bro, leading mm -hmm. up to this, telling you this is gonna be yeah. the greatest album ever. It's going number one. Blah 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 blah. I, like I can do shit in my sleep. It's like then just do it in your sleep, bro. Like we don't need this. Like we did not need this body of work whatsoever. Yeah, and also I don't think like the hooks were very strong. Um, and he's, I think he was one of the few rappers who like had bars, but like always had good hooks, whether or not he was doing it. Like documentary, like all the Fifty Cent hooks, and then all the Doctors Fifty Cent Advocate. hooks. <laughs> yeah, all the Fifty Cent hooks, and then. Uh, his next album, Doctor's Advocate, like whoever was on that, like they yeah. were really good hooks and everything. And it, it felt like there was just more of a balance. Whereas this, it kind of felt like if a battle rapper was like, let me just rap yeah. on 30 beats, hand it out to you as like this mixtape and present it as an album. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just, I was really just underwhelmed. And I just, I don't know. I don't know why I was expecting more. Like, I, I guess silly on us or silly on me for like, because he just did so many interviews I just figure like, hey, like who would have a rollout this big if your album wasn't going to be, you know, hard. But right. Yeah. Like, I guess he was trying to fool us. Um, do you think this is diminishes the rise or shine that Hit Boy has had over the last two years? I don't think it diminishes that at all. I, I feel like at the end of the day, most people are going to blame the rapper if they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fall through. They're going to be like, damn, you had Hit Boy and you still couldn't yeah. like sell X amount. You like, got 30 Hit Boy beats and couldn't make one hit? Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, I think he's solid Hit Boy solidified at this point. Um, at least it doesn't change expectations for me. Yeah, I agree. Like, if you if you tell me that Jay is going to drop a song with Hit Boy tomorrow, everyone's keeping excited for it. Same thing if we get yeah. another um, 
was it uh king's disease part three like you know we, we all expected yeah. it to be good because we also know there would be you know a one lyrics on it right so right um yeah man dude it's funny even like mentioning nas though i wonder because of him like him coming back after so long did he set the bar too high for these rappers who try to do this whole fucking like comeback routine because in my mind like the game has been retired for the last like 10 years like mm-hmm. realistically yeah it's and, not a bad point and then yeah oh. and again you have the same exact producer and it's just like i in my i'm like i think subconsciously like, oh, this this has to be fire bro like there's no way that hip boy is gonna sign off on this shit and i'm like bro this is whack bro like just like yo yeah. where like where are the bangers where is anything right yeah, no, I, I was thinking about the nod. I think that's part of why I got excited because I, I think we've talked a lot about how we feel like he brought the best out of Nas, mm-hmm. hey boy. And I'm sure Game um, saw that. I mean, he named the fucking album, uh, what was it? Uh, Drillmatic? Yeah, that's yeah. Good point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe subconsciously he was trying to um, follow that same formula. And I get it. Like he's West Coast, so Hit Boy did you know, different style beats sure. and themes and stuff. But at the same time, this definitely isn't going to put a dent, a good positive dent in the hip hop industry like Nas's albums did. No, yeah, there's not going to be like, yeah, if you look at his like discography, like five, 10 years from like, this is not going to be the stand up moment that he like, oh, I came back and like took over. It's like, no, bro, people, you dropped an album, barely anyone checked for it and it kept it moving like so um i'm interested to see what the numbers look like after that week but i can't imagine it's high bro like i know he's famous enough to maybe get like fifty thousand, but like i don't even think it's that no if i had a guess i'd probably say like 35 so still more than like wasn't logic like 20 yeah logic was like 20 I mean, I guess Logic is like tech more relevant nowadays. I would say Logic, and more he got positive reviews too. He got oh, surprisingly good reviews on that one. Um, but yeah, I'd say I don't know. I, I feel like Game would be more likely to kind of fudge the numbers in other ways, and all these interviews, I'm sure, helped a bit. So I'm gonna guess like 35, 40 tops. Yeah, probably 35. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna go with you, bro. I, I would say I want to see 30 tops. Like I can't see more than like. 30,000 streams for this. Like, I just, I just no. don't, I don't see it. But yeah. hopefully we're wrong, I think bro. Hit Boy helped. Hit Boy helped. Like, I think, yeah, dude, I think there, Hit Boy yeah. helped. Like, if this was just like yeah, game dropping an album, bro, this yeah. is struggling to get to like 15. But right. <laughs> I think just Hit Boy like just doubles it up like that. So mm-hmm. let's see, man. But going from uh, one LA vet to the next, um, shout out to Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Hustle who celebrated, <laughs> who would have celebrated his 37th birthday this past, uh, I think it was like yesterday, actually, Monday, August 15th. Mm-hmm. He also got his name officially engraved in LA history on the Walk of Fame. So your thoughts on the great Nip, just, you know, that moment for him and his team. Yeah, I think it's dope. I mean, he's from SoCal, so it's nice to see someone from Yeah, that has to like hit differently, so right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I think it's good that he he was recognized in that way. Um, I mean, I, I did see a lot of criticism of like, oh, this only happened because he, he was killed. I do sometimes wonder, though, if if you were alive, like, would they recognize him in this way? I'm inclined to say probably not, or at least not this soon. 
but in any case uh i guess sometimes death is almost like a requirement for people to really wake up and see the positive that someone did so regardless i think it's dope hopefully more rappers follow his path it doesn't seem like that trend is ever going to take place but right um at least his his family can see that he's getting you know the recognition that he deserves yeah so i would agree with you i think um if it happened so soon after his passing i think his his, his passing had a lot to do with it but i do think that it just made whoever's like responsible for anyone's name going on the walk of fame like acknowledge yeah this guy did phenomenal work while he was here and he's a local product like we need to do this you know what i mean so you know hopefully that opens their eyes up to other people we don't have to wait till they pass away at a young age or whatever to to to, to recognize them but i definitely still think it's warranted right like especially now like like dude like the nipsey's from everything you've told me and what i've seen since he passed like a star so like why yeah. wouldn't you have like the hit the music star of this area you know here like that's just to me like also a no-brainer yeah exactly yeah i feel like yeah he's his name is so powerful basically if you say anything bad about him like i feel like universally most people tie the streets are gonna have something negative to say or do um, yeah regardless of what so side that, of the, the, yeah. the gang life you're on so yeah I mean, shout out to him yeah. man obviously it's sad but uh would have been 37 as we get older, like that's still crazy to me how young he was when he passed, bro. So like, it's just, you know, these moments is like, like you said, like you even go into parties where you see kids now with people your age is like, yo, what is happening around us? So, um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's a, it's still a beautiful moment for him, his wife, his, uh, his kids, you know, his kids, whatever, grandkids will now always walk by that and just see their dad as a part of like, you know, Hollywood, not just like this part of Compton that's, you know, super popular. So that, that's, that's going right. to be cool. Yep. 100 percent uh but speaking to people speaking ill of our boy nipsey so charleston white yo what is he famous for though bro because all I, I just see him on our timeline talking spicy about everyone but what is, yeah. is he just like an og like what is he famous for so he is an og um i believe he actually went to prison for murdering someone way back when but he's like a like a youth community activist mm, okay. uh, from houston i want to say um and over time he's he's kind of gone viral for for things here and there but he's definitely spoken out quite a bit against um you know gang rap and the, the kind of activities that have been taking place but th obviously he's making headlines because he's taking a very aggressive approach with his points mm -hmm. um and yeah he's, he's been going viral because he's he's been saying disrespectful things towards uh rappers that have recently passed away and even antagonized some uh rappers that exist that have you know called him a snitch or a bitch or whatever any name in the book yeah so i know for like when i first saw him on the scene was he was he's adamant that young thug and gunner and ysl is everything the feds are accusing them of like he's adamant mm -hmm. he's like bro yeah. everyone knows this they they put hit on people all like so like i don't know like again i don't know anything or we don't know anything about this shit but the fact that you can just see someone being so like matter of fact is like okay mm -hmm. like fuck dude like maybe like maybe they are they, like he makes like he's so confident in his approach that it makes you like huh interesting 
So that was yeah. one thing. But then I guess like the the recent backlash that he's gotten was with the um, with the whole Nipsey thing, right? Like I think he asked for the person who uh, is in jail for killing Nipsey to be released, and I think academics or whoever asked him why, and it was like, well, he's a true gangster. He didn't snitch. And, you know, apparently Nipsey said this, called him a snitch and he retaliated. And that's just what gangsters do, blah, blah, blah. So your thoughts on that, those comments in itself. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't agree with his approach, but at the same time, I, I do fully understand where he's coming from because I think we talked about this before, like when our favorite rapper dies, we're yeah. always like mourning them or when our favorite rapper goes to jail, we're like free them. But we never think about the the quote unquote op because the op isn't the one making the music that we dance to or drink to. So right. This op I think he's Eric, basically whoever never had a hit record. Right. But if he did, like we would be, you know, probably, you know, bigging him up and like saying he's a real one and all kinds of shit. But it's it's just because Nipsey has the accolades and um, and makes you know good music that we listen to. We're more inclined to to care about Nipsey because we've like humanized him. We we've seen him over the years and see his interviews and shit, but we don't know anything about Eric Holder at all. So right. no one is gonna give a fuck about this uh, person that is just basically a name on a piece of paper or like an image. Um, so I think that's the point. Charleston White is trying to get across. No one's really gonna. I th- actually have seen a lot of people resonate with it on on Instagram and stuff. But obviously the hood dudes, especially right. no the one ones who love Nipsey, no no one, yeah, they don't want to hear that shit. They they want to see Eric Holder, you know, die essentially. So I don't know. It's it's tough. But I do I do agree with Charleston White. I just don't agree with his approach and how he says things. You don't have to like disrespect people to right. to make a point. But I get it. He's playing the the internet game. It's like the only way people are gonna ever hear the message. Totally. No. Yeah. That that that's exactly that's a, the most fair take on this. Is that I agree with most of what he said. It's just like, bro, you also don't have to shit on Nipsey. Like he's not here to defend himself. Like, what are you gaining from that point of view? But clearly, the only reason you're doing that is just to garner the garner the uh, the views. Um, I didn't care for his apology though, because I think he got a lot of backlash, and I guess he didn't want to lose, you know, the viral moment and just the way he apologized on video. Like it just didn't seem sincere. Obviously, who am I to judge someone's intent? But like the way it appeared, just it just seemed like someone who's like trying to stay viral, but also is like I also don't want to get killed. So let me just fucking apologize and move on with my life. So yeah, man, interesting character, bro. Interesting character for for real. but Loki makes me want to watch more of what he's doing. So maybe he's, you know, he's figured out this fucking algorithm. Yeah. And just like anyone else, I think he's said some questionable, like racist things in the past or crazy things. But like, I don't expect any of the people who are telling the truth to be perfect human beings who always tell the truth or things that I believe to be the truth. But from what I've seen, I've seen a lot of stuff, even older, like he was talking about Lil Uzi and how, um, Basically, he's never held a Uzi and is not living that life. Like, how, how dare he? Remember, uh, what's his name? Was called a snitch. He was like 14 or something because there was some paperwork that he like saw his friend get shot when he was like 11. And I guess he cooperated with the police. Oh, fuck. Um, I forget his name, but he had like a viral song. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like, it's not Little Tekka, right? No, it's uh, 
I don't even know his name anymore. I forget. We spoke about it. That's funny because we actually, yeah. I think we had that conversation on the pod though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he basically was uh, criticizing the industry for like blackballing this kid for doing the right thing when he was like 11. Like you really expect him to to be uh, living that lifestyle at that point. So I think he is trying to, to uh, shed light on the hypocrisy and like dumb shit that doesn't even make sense within the industry and street rappers but uh i don't know man i think people are just afraid to be to look like uh like a square yeah afraid to look like a square but also like i don't think a lot of people want to look in the mirror and look at their own hypocrisy right like mm-hmm. i think like people like even like us man like we're like this is crazy like why would you be in the street with a gun and it's like yeah that's crazy why would you listen to this nonstop and like, you know, help these people make millions? I think like a lot of people just right. don't want to look at their hypocrisy, right? Like the funny thing is mm-hmm. I can imagine a Charleston White just what he presents himself that like if he's criticizing an artist, I imagine he's also not listening to them. Like I I yeah. like I thoroughly believe that, right? So I feel right, like right. enough of America or enough of like just the, the industry as a whole, like most people want to do both. And I feel like, mm-hmm. like I, I agree with his points again. You can't have it both ways. You can't yeah. say, yo, stop killing. Like, like what you said, there's over 400 million, or over 400 deaths 400 in Chicago this, this year. This year. Yeah. And it's like, why? And then Chief Keef's our favorite artist. It's like, bro, which one is it? Like, which one do you yeah. want to support? No, so, that's a really good point. Because I, when I hear him, I believe he believes what he's saying. And like, yeah. he, he won't let his kid or kids around him listen to king von or some other dude like right he'll legitimately he legitimately thinks it's like the devil's music whereas we'll be like man that's kind of hypocritical to like be holding this super spiritual vigil for some of these rappers who have like bodies on bodies but right. we'll still throw on a chief Keith king von song right. and act dude, like i literally can change. imagine us like with our kids like seeing them down one day and like listen like no bad words and blah 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 and then just, all right, you good? And then just vroom! And just play the most aggressive <laughs> shit ever, dude. You know okay. what I mean? So it's just like, right. bro, like the hypocrisy to all of us. So, I mean, dude, kudos to him. If he's keeping it real, like, you know, again, obviously, everyone wants to go viral, blah, blah, blah. But I I generally do believe that he believes what the fuck he said. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's, I feel like I have to respect it if someone not only says their truth, but actually lives their truth. Then I'm like, yeah. all right, this is just your reality. Like, even if I don't agree with it, like, at least you're, I can trust you to keep your word, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, you're going to be, I'm going to get the same version of Charleston White wherever I see him, as opposed yeah. to, like, you know, just trying to, whatever's the trend. Because this, you know, trust me, he is going against all trends. Like, this is not, right. like, no one's really trying to hear this shit. So, okay, yeah. kudos to him. Uh, a little bit aggressive in the approach, but kudos to him. Um... All right, man. So real quick, though, before we get into some other things, did you get a chance to watch any of the Irv Gotti Ja Rule drink champs? I did. That shit is long as fuck. Oh, it's long as fuck, bro. Yeah, you know, I I should have told you, go the first 58 minutes and then move all your life. Because like, yo, that even if it wasn't Irv Gotti, on average, I think a drink drink champs interview is like two hours and 45 minutes long, bro. Mm -hmm. Like it's wild. But again, they're killing it. So clearly that works for them. Yeah, no, I definitely caught the part about uh, the Ashanti falling out and just in general with owning your masters and that whole conversation and some yeah, of the so murdering conversations. Yeah, so for well. anyone who hasn't peeped it, uh, 
Nori and DJ EFN on Drink Champ. Shout out to them. They had Ja Rule and Irv Gotti on. Irv Gotti stole the show. And then, dude, from like minute six, this became like a tell-all about him and Ashanti, why he doesn't fuck with her anymore, that he slept with her while she was dating Nelly, how she did him wrong. And like, what was weird, bro, it's like, yo, you're like a, almost a 50-year-old man. And then you're also saying, I don't want to come across the bitter old man. And then you proceed for like another hour, just like, how would you feel? It's like, bro, like just, yeah, it felt like too much, bro. I felt like it, it, and it kudos to John Rule for like trying to play like middleman because like, oh, he's not mm-hmm. stupid. He still goes on tour with yeah. like Ashanti, makes money with her. But. Yeah. And I'm sure he's genuinely like close friends with both of them too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, dude, I feel like it was, it was weird to just have, it felt cringe worthy, but I had to keep watching it. But it was also crazy, bro. Like he kept name dropping like all these multi-million dollar deals he's like doing and signing. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't think the people you're doing the deals with appreciate this version of you though. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm sure everything they're doing is based off like public opinion. Dude, I don't think a lot of people left that interview thinking like, oh, Irv's a really cool dude. It's like, oh, that's a petty-ass motherfucker right there. Uh-huh. But do you think they, like, maybe already know that? Like, he's the super outspoken, like, dude from New York who maybe handles is crazy a little t- at times and has no, some no, screws for sh- loose. No, for like- sure, yeah. If, you, if you're signing what he was claiming, like, close to 250 to $500 million deals, you obviously know the person yeah. inside out. But I, the public never knew that side of him, though, right? So I'm sure whatever deals are striking are things that affect, are based off public perception, public opinion, public viewership, yeah. right? So, like, I know I can see someone being like, oh, wait, that's that Irv Gotti thing? Nah, man, fuck him, bro. He's a fucking, you know <laughs> I mean? like, I can just envision that a little bit. Though. It was just, I don't know, it was like, it yeah. was very cringeworthy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's probably well above the, the pay grade of the people that we're, like, used to seeing who, who probably do deals with him. But right. it, it did... Uh, I don't want to say resonate with me, but it one of the more like impactful moments was when he's like, this is going to sound racist, but when a, like a rich white guy vouches for you to like another rich white oh, yeah, guy, yeah, like, yeah. It, it holds a lot of weight and it means a lot. Like that guy, Irv, blah, blah, blah. And I, I always, in it, why it struck me was because I've been seeing a lot of the imagery of, you know, Lil Baby and those guys hanging out with um, the owner of the CEO of uh, that like, fantasy yeah uh mark Rubin or, or ruben something yeah mark ruben i think um and the other guys and in my head i'm like it's funny because you know back in the day they're probably you know thing hanging out with white people's square or or just not something you'd ever do and now they're kissing their ass like playing tennis and and fucking doing all these weird uh these weird not initiations but um dares and stuff if they lose and it's just funny to see these like hood dudes kind of like buckle at the feet of these white executives it's kind of weird to me and and, uh ignorant yeah it's ignorant it's sad and it's funny because like no i agree like that comment was wild bro that was one of the like wild comments but and it's also like why you can, I feel like you can respect like a like a Diddy or a Dre or like a Jay Z, right? Because like that, I feel like that was also the case for them, right? Like they had to fucking play the game, 
But like, I feel like you never see those guys doing that anymore, right? Or like, like yeah. you never feel like, oh, the reason why Diddy has a successful life is because he kissed some white guy's ass. I feel like he played the mm-hmm. game and then became the boss. But it's, it was yeah. weird to hear someone who's trying to come back and like, you know, finagle himself back to the top, like say these things out loud. Like, yeah, yo, it's so yeah. great to have a white guy who vouches for me. It's like, all right, bro, like, I guess, man. But like, just fucking play the game. Like, there's no need to, there's no need to, like, we know. Like, there's no need to say these things. Yeah. And I feel like someone like 50 Cent, I know he's like his arch nemesis, but it seems like 50 kind of is doing his, his, his own man, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Or at least not like kissing ass to the white man publicly and be like, oh, I, I was talking to this guy or made a deal with this dude. Yeah. Yeah, again, that, that shit seemed like that. He kept name dropping so many, it seemed corny to me, but also do what was funny when he was like, and no one's writing, you know, stories and doing this and producing. I'm like, doesn't 50 Cent do that for the last like five years with power? Like, isn't that exactly right. what he's been yeah. doing? Like, That's like all he's been doing. <laughs> I'm like, you sure <laughs> no one does this, bro? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just odd, bro. And, and again, he, the motherfucker stole the interview, bro. Like, I, again, I only watched like an hour, I watched half of it. Dude, I, I, bro, I didn't even know Ja Rule was there till like 30 minutes in. Dude, exactly my point, bro. <laughs> like, it was an Irv Gotti interview featuring Ja Rule occasionally. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it was intense, bro. But yeah, I just felt, I also felt bad for Ashanti. It's like, bro, like, you don't have to, like, people don't have to know this guy was like, you, you slept with this guy and all this. Like, no one needs to know that shit, bro. Especially because this shit happened like 20 years ago. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. it's one thing of being over an ex who you're trying to over an ex from two months ago or two years ago, bro. Two decades, bro? Like, like I, it, I'm i sure it was amazing, my guy. But, like, we, you can't just be doing this show on, on TV and just, like, think it's, you're not going to yeah, get backlash. Yeah. yeah, some ego shit, unfortunately. And granted, they're, I mean, they're all drinking on the show, right? Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's the beauty of the show, though, right? The guys yeah. who can like like I I would say like Big Sean. I think Big Sean was lit, but there was moments where you could tell he wanted to go in on Kanye, but was like, I'm good. Yeah. Let's just let's just next question, right? So that's yeah. yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, that's a date. The beauty and the danger of that show, bro. They're so drunk and high that. But dude, but I also feel with with Irv Gotti, bro. He was. He was ready to spew shit like five minutes in. I'm like, bro, you're not mm-hmm. even drunk yet. Like, what is oh, that? I know. That's why I was like, this is a, off to a fucking fast start. Like, I'm used to like fast forwarding. Like, all right, get to oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah. There was no easy. It was like, yo, Ashanti, go. Oh, let me tell you yeah. about this girl, bro. She bought me this watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then he's reading, uh, Jawa was reading it and everything. I'm like, wait, is that Ja? Because like, I didn't even know he was part of this fucking interview. Yeah. Just crazy, man. But again, I hope all those deals he has are, you know, good for him. Like, it felt like, you know, that he, they're trying to make a comeback in a major way. So, again, may everyone get rich. But it just felt like, bro, if you're, if you're this successful, what's the point of just, you know, dogging some woman for no fucking reason? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man, that's pretty much the main points that I want to discuss from last week. Is there anything from the rundown that we didn't get to that you want to bring up? Uh, no, I think that was it. All right, Broski. So uh, episode one one eight in the books. Before we get out of here, heat of the week. So, what was uh, a song or two that really had you going this weekend? Man, uh, I think this week was pretty rough. It, I know it's rough too when I'm getting my new shit from like random TikTokers. Not to yeah. say that they don't have talent, because I could be that guy for somebody. But um, one song I did 
really like that I heard was from this dude named Trevor Spitta. And the song is called For My Eyes Only, like the number four, My Eyes Only. Okay. Um, and it's just a very cool, laid back, sampled song, um, hip hop song. And it's something that you could just play like if you're chilling at home in the backyard, or whatever, uh, kind of gives me, um, I'd say like J. Cole kind of vibe, J. Cole Amine type vibes, like lyrical-ish, but not but still like so a lyrical fun... to where it's not chill. Gotcha, yeah, it's gotcha. like a fun uh, standard hip hop track. So um, I'll definitely be looking out for more of his music. He's not by any means like a huge artist yet. So I'm really curious what his future releases will look like. Maybe we should get him on the track too if he's down. Dude, I mean, not the track, the on the pod, yeah, the pod or track with yeah. you. That might be just do both. Yeah, yeah. I actually <laughs> was considering that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick, dude. All right, I just added already to the playlist, and then for me, man, like it's funny because I, I kept seeing, I was going through my text messages about like I have like a, a group chat for music, and then my boy like a month ago sent me the Brent. How do you say his last name? Brent Fiez, I, I want to say. Yeah, Brent Fiez, the uh, Wasteland album. I was like, I, mean, I never heard of this dude. Like, whatever, I'll get to it eventually. I was like, well, I don't listen to R&B today at the gym, you know? Uh, but yeah. then, like, similar to you, like, I was on TikTok, and I just saw, like, all these interviews, bro, like, just flooding my timeline. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? So I uh, came across a few songs. Um, the song with Drake is fire. Wasn't he on, sorry to cut you off, but wasn't but, he on the um, the Baby Came, the 16 Minutes Calls song? I forget the name of it, but I'm pretty sure that's him. Is it? Yeah, the 16 missed calls. That part. oh, I don't think I've heard that song to be honest. Um, that I, one was I, all of I only heard Baby Keem for the first time with his last on the law on the um on the album he just dropped, so I didn't even know. Yeah, it was on that album. Um, it was, yeah, the song I think it's Lost Souls, is it not? That's the yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Lost Souls. Yeah, Brent Fires is on it, really. Yeah. yeah, am I losing my mind? I didn't even realize that song had a fucking. Uh, from on, on Apple for some reason it doesn't even have the feature. Oh, that's weird. I see it listed twice. I don't know why. Once with his name and once without. But yeah, it's weird because it, it actually because it has like for example with a Don Toliver song on the Melodic Blue album, like it has uh -huh. that feature, and then it has like the, it says you know Travis Scott, and then it has Kendrick, but it doesn't have that. So that's dope. Oh, All right, cool. Good to know. I'll re-listen to that one. Uh, but for me, for um, for Brent Fayez. Uh, Price of Fame, dude. Six minute song, couple beat changes, just a very enjoyable like listen. You know, to be honest, like a very enjoyable listen. Like I was thoroughly impressed, man. Like even like going from um, the last album I was talking about, the Steve Lacey uh, Gemini Rights album to this, seemed like a very chill flow. So I don't know if like just R and B vibing is the vibe for the rest of the year. I don't know because I mean to the uh, just guys, uh, give you guys more context of our chat stuff. So Blair and I were talking about how like it feels like we're so over new music. Like it's just like we're critiquing it maybe too hard. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the, this R and B stuff is the wave because honestly, that's been the only thing to really catch my ear. I, I can't think of the last hip hop song the last month and a half that I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, and it sucks, mm -hmm. bro, because like. I keep going to my Apple Music every every Friday morning, and I see new songs dropping nonstop. And then I peep it. I'm just like, I mean, I guess it's good, but it's not like, whoa, stop what you're doing. 
bro, listen to this track and let me know what you're thinking kind of a song, which which sucks, but that's just where we're at right now. Yeah, no, it's been rough. Uh, I've been, it gets to a point where I'm like switching genres. I'm jumping to like lo-fi and reggae and shit. I'm like, I would <laughs> normally be over here, especially at the gym. I'm like, I need a certain mood. Like upbeat uh, R&B is cool. And I'll even listen to like regular R&B, but like it's gotten to a point where like that's straight up my whole gym playlist. Yeah, no, dude, I'm telling you, it's been uh, it's been rough out here, man. So I get a again, if someone can shoot us a music uh, recommendation, that's our job. But fuck it, we need help too. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't listen to any of the Megan Thee Stallion Traumatized album. I did not. Um, I was hoping the internet would choose the best song, and if I like it enough, I'll listen to it. But I mean, it's just gonna be about how good she can suck dick and torque and stuff. More power to her. I'm just saying, I heard 50 of those songs from her already yeah 50 at least 50 um but again dude like i think she they're, they're really just trying to make sure she's a star bro because i don't think mm -hmm. she's going unless again the case or whatever happens with that but she ain't going away so no we just got to deal with it right we just you know skip that song or skip that album but go check yeah. it out we'll post we should probably just start posting some of the um the heat of the week stuff on the uh on the on the tiktok page too so we'll start doing that yeah yeah um as That's well man. but um cool i'm excited to listen to the uh the song you recommended and uh everything will be updated on both spotify and apple but uh let the people know where they can uh find us Let's get out of here yes sir check us out at audio-theory.com we got the merch up there the playlist new episode every single week um, on all platforms as well. So make sure you check us out. If you're new here, share with a friend, donate, do everything you can to help boost the channel. Um, we got a couple of interviews that are in progress. So looking forward to those as well. For sure. All right, my G, have a great rest of your week. Love you, bro. And uh, we'll talk you soon. Too. Love you too. Peace. Peace, everybody.